Welcome to the Beautiful Second Act Podcast. If you are in midlife or beyond, if you hunger for your most fulfilling life, if you are brave enough to dream big, to pray boldly, if you think age is just a number and does not define you, then this is the place for you. If you long for a deeper connection to self and spirit and are willing to answer your heart's calling, then this is the place for you. Hi, I'm Patty Deemer, and I believe deep inside all of us, there's an ache for something to light us up. We each have a calling that starts as a whisper and doesn't go away just because we get older. Join me on this journey during our most beautiful second act in life, where I will share with you stories from extraordinary humans who have fully stepped into this life in engaging and inspiring ways. I will also share with you my personal discoveries in creativity and growth. Listen, and I promise to bring you nuggets of joy, grace, awaken your spirit, and at times bring laughter to your world. I invite you to a place where we speak our highest truth, can be our most authentic selves, and are unapologetically real. Let's get started. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Beautiful Second Act. I'm Patty Diener, your host. And uh, before today's episode gets started, I wanted to ask you guys a question. So, do any of you out there have a business of your own? And if you do, do you have time to write for your company? Well, I can help you with that. So writing isn't just a business to me. It is my life. I write novels. I write two blogs. I've been a ghostwriter on other people's blogs. Um, I love the written word. And I also love community and helping others uh, achieve their goals. So um, I ran a lot of businesses in my day. And I understand that the only way to create something successful, you guys, is if you love what you do. And with me on your team, uh, we can attract the right customers that will tell all their friends about your wonderful business. And in turn, we can get you to build a greater following. So if you're interested, I can do newsletters for you, email blasts, brochures, business cards. If you need to update the brochures or the business cards, uh, web copy, flyers, blog posts. That's my specialty, blog posts. So um, if you're interested, I'm going to leave a link to my portfolio and writer's work in the show notes. So take a look at that. And also, if you would like, and you just want to talk to me directly, go ahead and email me. I'm going to leave my email address below in the show notes. And um, in the subject line, just make sure you write work with me. That way I will know to pay attention to my inbox because I get so much email that that'll kind of stand out. All right. So for today's topic, I wanted to talk to you guys about your workspace. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean at work work. I'm talking about in your home. So whatever it is that you're trying to do to be creative, uh, if you're a writer like me, or if you just even just like to have um, in your own home office um, a way to feel productive, there's one thing that I can highly recommend that I know makes a difference. And when it's not done, it really hampers my productivity. And that is cleaning out the clutter. Um, being organized, you guys. Organizing yourself really, really will help your productivity. And it will help your productivity because your mind, it literally, it sets a tone. Now, I'm not a feng shui expert, but I do know that when I walk into my home after a long day's work, if everything is chaotic because there's piles of this, you know, you got the mail stacked up on the counter, um, the dog toys are everywhere, Maybe, um, you know, the dishes were left in the sink from the morning or the night before even. Uh, the things that just kind of pile up, pile up around the house, that can just set a tone for you being a little anxious. But when you're going into your home office 
or if you're sitting down, even if you work at your kitchen table, you need to set the tone. And the best way is to stay organized. Have a specific place for your files. Have a place where you put your mail so it doesn't pile up all over the place. Um, it's, it's so important. To me, I didn't think it was that big of a deal. But like right now when I'm talking to you today, I'm feeling a little bit anxious because I have filing to do. Now, when I mean filing, I mean I have a lot of filing to do. I have probably a month's worth of stuff that's stacked up and it's going to make me anxious. And so before I sat down to talk to you guys today, I thought, you know what, that's a really great topic because I feel my best when I can come into my office and everything is in its place. I light a candle. Um, I will put on some music. The space is not just put away and organized, but clean. Um, I enjoy starting off. Basically, it's like a clean slate. It's like I feel like the canvas, like when if you're an artist and you've just put a fresh canvas in front of you. If I sit down to write, if I'm writing my novels or if I'm, I'm you know, writing a short story or if I'm writing for a company, I don't feel like my mind is going to be fully engaged in the project if I have this anxiousness of this clutter and, and it just doesn't feel right. So um, I know that there's tons of books out there about getting rid of things that don't, that no longer um, serve you. Um, about if you haven't, like even in your clothes, if you have something you haven't worn in a year, you might as well get rid of it, things like that. Um, if it doesn't bring you any joy, then why do you have it? So cleaning out the clutter is something that can really help you to feel good. Uh, I just recently took a, a free exercise class from a friend and uh, with a friend actually, and it was from her friend. And um, the thing that she was encouraging us to do after class is she was talking about how she's been taking um, like one carload full of things in her home because I guess they've lived in this same house for about 25 years or more. And she's been going through one room at a time and just getting rid of anything that no longer served her or that she didn't need. Or, you know, if it was for her children, she was saving it for her children. She's been, you know, getting her kids to come by and pick up the things that belong to them. She's no longer going to store things for them. They're adult children, by the way. I mean, we're talking, you know, no, no longer in college. They've got, got homes of their own. And I started thinking, you know, that is such a great idea. And, you know, there's people that need stuff out there. And if you have an abundance of stuff, there's, um, there could be a couple of reasons for that. First of all, it's just accumulation over the years. If you've lived in any one place for a really long time, we tend to build up things. We tend to um, attract stuff or we tend to collect things, but you don't necessarily have to have all those things anymore. And you need to really reevaluate why you have them. Um, I was thinking about that when she was telling me about the, how great she felt after she got rid of some of this stuff. And I thought, you know, there's people out there who are probably so excited to have, you know, a $2 waffle iron that has only been used twice, <laughs> you know, or, um, you know, a dress to go to a party in that maybe was only worn once. Or, you know, you might have a collection of glasses that you thought you would use for entertaining, but you don't, you don't like to entertain that much anymore. Whatever the thing is that you don't use and you're trying to get rid of, somebody out there could probably use that. And I know that there's hospice thrift stores, church thrift stores. There's places that you can take some of these things, these items that you don't need anymore that somebody else can use. So that's a good way of cleaning out your space. 
But uh, like I was talking about some books, there are a lot of books out there that will help you to get started with this process. Because after all, sometimes people think, you know, I, maybe I'm, I'm afraid to let go of some of these things. Maybe you're one of those people that feel that, you know, I might need this someday. But if you've been holding on to this thing that you might need someday and it's been, you know, 15 years and that someday never has has shown up, then maybe you should get rid of that thing because you probably are most likely never going to use it. Um, a yard sale is a great way to get rid of things if you want to make a little extra cash. Yard sales are probably um, a little bit easier to come by now that uh, some of the restrictions have lifted with COVID, but um, it's, it's just a lot of work. I've done many yard sales in my life. The thing that I found, though, is it's so much effort you put into getting everything outside, organizing everything into categories, uh, making tickets for everything for, you know, sales prices, if, if that's the way you want to go. Some people just put stuff out there and say, make me an offer. But um, as exciting as it can be, it's also a lot of a burden because at the end of the day, whatever you haven't sold, you still got to pull all that crap back in the house. What I would recommend is if you do end up doing a yard sale and at the end of the day, whatever you haven't sold, do not bring it back into your house. Instead, load it into the back of your truck or in the back of your car and take it immediately to some sort of a thrift store or a, a shelter or something where people can use what it is that you are no longer needing. And when you donate and you're giving something away, make sure it's of some sort of value too. I mean, we don't, nobody wants, you know, a set of curtains that has a hole in them. Uh, you know, if, the, if that's the case, you know, either repurpose the material or um, maybe toss it. But, you know, I, I never like to throw anything in the landfill if we don't have to. But the thing is, you guys, what I'm circling this all back to is how it makes you feel. When you declutter and when you are, um, making your home more um, user-friendly to you, more um, enjoyable to be in the space. When a space is less cluttered, you just feel good. Or if whatever is around you, like in my office, I have a lot of trinkets from my travels. Um, I have lots of photographs on my walls from places I've taken pictures. Um, but I try to make sure anything that is in and around in my office brings me joy. Um, if it's something that is just, you know, you're moving from one place to another and you don't really quite have a home for it and you just are not quite sure why you still have it, get rid of it. It's, no, it's not going to make you feel good and it's not going to help you to be productive. So today when I get done with this podcast, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to do two things today. One is I'm going to... Uh, pick up all my filing that needs to be filed. I'm going to categorize them into the different categories for the files they need to go in, and I'm going to actually put them into my filing cabinet and put them away. Um, I'm also going to do a little cleaning in my office because even though when I put things away, I don't necessarily do any deep cleaning, and I'm feeling the need to do that. It makes me feel good to know that my space is clean and free of clutter. And then I'm going to sit down and I'm going to actually do some editing. Uh, the, I'm doing my second pass through for editing on my manuscript for my second novel. So I'm going to try and get that. Well, I'm not going to try. I'm going to do that today. Um, but I know that I will feel better before I start the process of, of writing and editing if I do what I just said, to, to clear the space, to make it feel comfortable and productive. 
So I, uh, what kind of, uh, if you guys could do me a favor, hop on over to uh, Beautiful Second Act, the Facebook group, join and um, go ahead and leave some sort of a, uh, a post about what you have found that helps you with decluttering your home, especially for people our age, you know, in midlife and older. We've accumulated a lot of stuff over the years, you guys. So if you've got any tips or tricks or secrets to decluttering your house, making your spaces feel um, just more inviting and less stressful, I would really like to hear what you have to say. Um, another thing, too, is join uh, us every Tuesday and Thursday here at Beautiful Second Act, where uh, most Thursdays are interview podcasts. This particular Thursday, uh, I'm going to have Dr. Ellen. She is a midlife, well, she's basically a midlife mentor. You can find her on Instagram at the Midlife Whisperer. And um, if all goes well and our Zoom meeting hooks up and everything goes good, then she will be on our podcast for uh, this Thursday the 19th. Um, so every Tuesday and Thursday, we have a new podcast. And um, another thing, too, is if you have not read my book, After the Fire, you can pick up a copy on Amazon, but I'll leave the link in the show notes. And also a good way to know why I wrote the book and all about the interviews that I did for the book, you can go to my website, pattydeanerwrites.com. And uh, you can get more information there. I'll leave that in the show notes. As well as my fun lifestyle uh, blog called Romance, Travel, and Food. I will put all that information below. So check it out. Thanks so much, you guys, for joining me today. I hope that you find um, a way to make your space in your home um, inviting so you can be productive and whatever it is that you're working on. And also just have an enjoyable space when you come into your home. All right, have a wonderful Tuesday and a great week ahead, and I'll be talking to you. Cheers. Cheers.